At the north side of the room, there is a tunnel that comes off of this room on the north. It's a very short hallway. It leads to another one of those portcullis barriers that leads into that same room that you see the woman in. So you're basically looking at her from the, uh, basically behind her now. Gotcha. And you can see past that room, there's another hallway. So if you're in your head, you're trying to keep up, it looks like the other two hallways would essentially loop into each other. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. So Aodin, as uh, everyone's kind of looking around at the bits and broken bobs, maybe kicking some things over, looking for anything of importance, you start to hear a sound that's like sort of like heavy breathing, more almost like a like a hyperventilated sort of <laughs> sound from underneath one of these skeletal bodies, and you rough-handedly pull out by the scruff a goblin, appears to be a small goblin, so either a, a goblin that is very small in size of the goblins, or perhaps like a youngster, and as you pull it up you can see that their eyes are completely glazed over they're there's white like they don't have any pupil at all. it's just a straight eye orb looking at you obviously can't see through them and is just sort of like slashing a dagger in front of itself at you wildly doesn't pose you any danger i shoot it okay that one okay <laughs> so as aodin is holding up this goblin child by the scruff of the uh, neck uh, literally aodin's like uh, everyone, I seem to have <laughs> message for you, sir. <laughs> uh, you don't have to roll damage. It's it's a goblin kid. It, uh, uh, it's only twenty eight. <laughs> yeah, it's I, I, literally, I feel like I was holding it by the scruff of the like the shirt or the tunic, and like it lit, the arrow just like yanks it right out of his hand. Oh yeah, and it's like staples him to the wall, and then the the dagger it was holding clatters to the ground as it lets out a lot last final can it can it hit the hit the wall like right behind me because i was looking down the hall at the mummy <laughs> lady so when you turn around it's at eye level yeah. <laughs> i'm like swinging my axe wildly <laughs> was that another ghost the meat on the younger ones is more tender if anybody's interested oh god <sighs> why did you stick this thing okay. on the wall right hey. where i was that was so scary. I have, <laughs> I have I got to find. You? I've got to find a new group. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go on major and look for someone more compatible. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the duck. It's he's excitable. Just give him some time. Uh, Here, try this. You, and I that some of the that cheese. little goblin was blind, and posed this. Absolutely no threat, Orla. It's a goblin. And the younger ones are tastier and tender. I I have nothing else to say. McCander, make a spot hidden roll. Uh <laughs> four under five. Okay. So just before the small goblin is pincushion behind you as you're looking at this portcullis a couple things you notice one this one has a uh, a locking mechanism on it so this is actually a door it's not just iron bars and you notice that there's a sort of an odd lay to the dirt around the area in front of it and before you step there you realize that that is a pitfall trap had you stepped there it would have fallen out from under you uh, you can either ignore it or you can just activate it and see what happens. But uh, as long as you tell other people, no one will fall prey to it. So I was about to walk right up to the gate like I did last time. And then I realized as I was about to put my foot down, oh, dang, and I pulled it back. Yeah. And that's when you were to turn around like, hey, guy. And then all of a sudden the goblins, <laughs> it, it slides in like a like a haunted house yeah. <laughs> zombie doll. <laughs> Hundred percent. Can I, can I make a, like an acrobatics check to see if I stumble backwards and trigger the pit trap? Sure. I want to, <laughs> and I think that would be funny. I <gasps> fail. Okay. So yeah, so you <laughs> stumble backwards onto this pit yes! trap you already knew about, uh, and you need to make an evade roll to take da half damage. It's my evade. Very low. Good. 
Good. Fail. All right, you take six points of damage Ow! from some uh, wooden sticks, basically at the bottom of this pit as you fall onto it. So I turned around. This goblin staples itself to the wall. I shriek. I fall backwards with my ass triggering the pit trap. Fall to the. And then the first thing you see is my face looking <laughs> down, looking at so you. I- I'm lying on my back. I've got like a wooden stake in like my love handle area. I'm bleeding. And this wolf and this wolf is like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna turn around. Uh, the duck's alive. I, fa- I found a trap. I'm assuming armor doesn't reduce that falling damage, right? It doesn't say that it does on this case. I'll say no. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Can I help him out? Uh yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, you don't have to roll for that. Oh, dang. I should have been rolling even worse because my armor gives me a bane on evade and acrobatics. Uh, and same, same bad. Oh, result. yeah. So you on your character sheet, if you have armor, there, there's like a little checkbox for three or four different things. If it's checked, then you have a bane on those things, which is like sneak, evade, um, agility. Yeah. I, I, I failed. If, if there's a number there, that is your damage absorption from your armor. So if you have, I think Caleb has like a six. Yes. So if I hit you with damage, anything less than six does nothing. But I failed anyway, so it's fine. I just forgot. Okay. So I'm like, (laughs) there's a hole there, guys. Yes. You all right there, Duck? I don't want to be here anymore. Can we leave? As far as you know, there is nothing keeping you from just leaving. However, you have not yet found anything that you've come here searching for. Yes, we have not yet found the tome. We still have not found what we're looking for. Let that one settle for a second. <sighs> well, there is, and is the pit trap just hanging open now that I've triggered it? Yes. It didn't reset or anything. Was, no, okay. no. And, and you're the only one, like, there's no bodies down here. This was a one and only situation. Gotcha. Um, uh, so it can easily be avoided now that it's opened. Uh, the portcullis has a key hole, but no key. There's a, there's a lock right there. Do we want to try to look for a key? I'm a, I don't know. Looking for a key. Hmm. It's not a bad idea. Is there anything in the room that looks like it might contain a key? Uh, well, again, the whole place has been trashed by looters at some point uh, in the past. So uh, basically everything is sort of mixed together. Bodies thrown on the floor. Things have been rifled through. So a spot hidden check looking for the key would tell you. Oh, gotcha. You Okay. Is there like bones and stuff? Right? Yeah, like these are like everything? skeletal remains. Uh, your best guess is this would be the servants' burial, like the the clothing. Here's like uh, average. I mean, it's not fancy. There's no gold or jewels or anything of important here. So your guess is this was the servants that were buried here. Can, can I find a a finger bone and just try to unlock the door with it? You can. But I'm going to give you two banes on that Ooh. picking the lock roll. Aodin rolled a seven on his spot hidden. Okay. After digging around for a while, you do, in fact, find a set of keys. There are three keys, one of which is broken. The other two appear similar, but not exactly notched the same. Hmm. Jingle, jingle. Hopefully it's not the broken one. All right. Would uh, Baston like to try to use his finger bone or would he like to try I to do. use the I want, I want to use my finger bone first. Okay. It's a sleight of hand I don't even roll. know what I'm using. What am I, what is it? Sleight of, of hand. Oh yeah. I'll never get this. this With is... uh, two <laughs> boons. So you got to roll three D20s and take the worst one. Yeah. Oh, I got you, man. I got you. This is, this is, yeah. Oh man. You're not going to believe it. I, I didn't, I didn't get it done. <laughs> Ah, I did in one. If it, if I if it was if it was boons instead, I would have done it. But but no, yeah. the finger Wonderful. just kind of like snaps before I even like get it in the hole. Yeah. It just kind of like falls apart. That's even always challenging. Yeah, not even getting it in the hole is a problem. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just kind of up on the surface, you know. Skipping a stone. Yeah. So hey, we hey we got those keys on that ring. Would someone yeah, want yeah. to try those? Would someone like to make a sleight of hand roll with the keys? Slightly easier. 
Yes. I I am a little I'm a little shaky with uh with uh, with this uh Orla, please uh, here. Take the keys. I mean, uh, certainly. It's it's not really my ballywick, but uh, no. Oh, no. All right, would you like to the, push the, the roll? <sighs> <laughs> yeah, because I I'm 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 actually I would normally use agility and be dazed, but I don't know how that'll work, but I'm getting angry now at this point. So, it's cuz this stupid door needs to open. Angry. And I still fail. All right. Uh, on that failure, you break the key in the lock. This lock is no longer operable. You can still bash through this door, but you cannot open it by normal means. This lock is defective. So <laughs> I don't know what to do now. Huh. Well, I... Okay. We could kick the door down, but I think the hallways loop around. You want to try the other hallway? Oh, well, why didn't you say that at the beginning? Because uh, I... But wait, is, there, down? is there something I, like, is there like some, 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 maybe like a, a bigger piece of bone that I could use to like leverage it and try and just force let's it just, open? Let's just try going around. Okay. Yeah. Let's trudge back the other way. I'll clank off that way. I'll take a bite of my sweet All right. meat. So yes, basically the dungeon is a mirror image of itself. So you go down the other hallway, there's another chamber to the north. It looks very similar to the one that you're already in. Though this appears to be the family crypt. So uh, there are some skeletons in here as well, have already been vandalized as well at some point in time. But the, uh, like, there's fine clothing. Uh, there's some decently, like, still intact weapons and armor. And there's also some glittering of jewels and gold mixed on the floor. So whoever vandalized it did not get away with what they had found, but they did find some of it. Hmm. So you said, you said there was, like, crowns and necklaces yeah i mean not not a crown but like gold and jewels like rings necklaces circlets that kind of thing mm -hmm. roughly you can find just i'll assume you're searching around five different caches each one worth roughly five gold coins so you can decide is that a ring mm -hmm. is that a circlet is that a whatever but essentially there's 25 gold pieces worth of treasure in this room however when you grab it guess who shows up Roll an initiative, because this moment you touch the family jewels. The white. Well, we don't roll an initiative if you'd like to draw one for us, yeah. though. All right. So, yeah, so the white materializes from the floor. I will note that the figure appears to have reconstituted some, but not completely. So it has some of the damage from before is carried over. McCander, mm. you have a two. Orla, you have the seven. Aodin has the eight. Baston has the nine. Mm. And the white has a four and a 10. So, McCander, Ooh. you are first to go. Okay. And I still had my torch lit um, as we were walking around, so I'm going to take a swing at it with my torch. Okie dokie. I remember saying it did... D8. Yeah, but what attack do I use with it? It said damage is a club. It's a club. Yeah, so that... you'd use the same attack that you'd use a club. Hammers? Because there's not one for yeah, I still think it's like you could swing it like a club or stab like a... So I would say knives, swords, spear. Like okay. I, I don't think it requires too much. Okay. Ooh, that's a one. Okay. okay. Essentially double damage, so you're going to roll 2d8 so damage. Seven total. Seven total. So yeah, so you slam the torch into its face, which again, it kind of mists around it, but it does take some damage from the fire. Yeah. All right. All right. So the next up is the white with a four. So once again, I roll a d6. I got a four. That is a sweeping attack. With surprising speed, the white sweeps its deadly, its weapon in a deadly attack. All player characters within two meters suffer weapon damage. The attack can be parried. So I'm just going to say for the sake of uh, the stream, you're all in that two meter range. So you're all going to get a hit. So I already will attempt to parry. I can neither Let's parry nor evade because I went already. Correct. Okay. So Aodin, so you can wait to see if it hits. Well, actually, I don't think I have, I don't have to roll to hit. I just does damage. So you would have to roll your parry. And again, you're you're under your What's the target. 
Um, so you, it's basically you are under your own parry skill. So parry is not a skill oh, though. It's yep, a sorry. parry yep. would use your weapon. So if you're using a weapon to parry, you roll under your weapon skill. Oh, if thank you, you. Thank you roll to evade, evade is a skill. So you would roll under that one. If I'm reading. Right. Okay, so I will be, I'll be rolling under my staves because I'm using a staff to parry. I'll take it. That's that meets. That's a 10. Okay. Okay. And then Orla, are you? Do anything. I'll take it. it. All right. I'll take best it. on. Are you taking it? Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and parry. Yeah. Okay. And I did succeed a 12 under a 14. All right. So double check if you're looking at it, Caleb. Parry means no damage at all, or is it like? Yes, I, I have. Yes, I remember that from last time. Okay. So those of you who successfully parry take no damage. Those of you who did not or could not take 12 points of damage. Oh God. Ouch. I am down. You said take six? No, it sounds like if you parry, you take none. All right. Because I thought there was something about parrying that it could, like, damage your weapon. Well, I just, I have now made a grievous tactical error. Um, I thought that was a seven in my armor rating, and it's a one, so I take 11 points of damage. (laughs) And say, ow, really, really, actually, it's more like a scream, but, you know. Okay, so, yeah, so this is important. So if your parry succeeds, the enemy's attack hits your weapon or shield, and you suffer no damage. However, if the damage exceeds your weapon's durability, the weapon is damaged and cannot be used again until it's repaired. So your weapons would have taken 12 points of damage, which is right, so, probably so, just broken. Yes, yeah, yeah. so Aodin's staff literally well, shatters under the blow. And my short spear also, well, doesn't shatter, but it gets all jacked up. And my sweet meat goes flying and hits. Well, that's the, the worst part, clearly. Yeah. Now I'm not very happy at all. And Orla gets shattered and hits. <laughs> and I am at zero. Well, technically, I'm at negative hit points right now, but I think it stops at zero. Yeah. Unless you take enough to, I think, kill you outright. So you're at zero, which means you are dying. You have to make uh, death saving throws. You can also rally, so one of these other people can yell at you and tell you to get up and walk 10 more steps, and you will, possibly. You can even rally yourself, which I think is kind of an interesting thing. Uh, but I think we come to that to your next mm-hmm. turn. But Orla, you're up, so you're the you're go on nine. The, the white goes again on 10. Oh, jeez. He didn't, uh, the mage didn't say whether they were immune to the, to everything but fire or took less damage from fire immune. or from everything but fire. Yeah. Magic and fire are the only things that will hurt it. Okay. So mm-hmm. actually, yeah, half... yeah, yeah, yeah. Aodin, Aodin was very clear about the fact that your weapons will do nothing to it. All right. Uh, then I will, uh, hit it with my torch again or attempt to hit it with my torch again. Okay. That actually does hit. So that is good for me. Oh. Uh, so I'm going to roll. It's just fire. So it's just D8. Oh, wait. I'm not dead. I forgot I had armor. Yeah. You have like good armor too. <clears throat> Max damage. Eight points of fire. Okay. That is once again going to send the white reeling away from you. He turns into smoke, fades into the floor, grabs his morning star and pulls it down with him. I really do not like that. This is the worst. I'm very mad that we are here and that this guy is kicking our asses. I'm beginning to think there isn't a troll. How about we leave? Leave? One vote for leave? Second? Second? Leave? Leave? The dude knocked my meat on the ground. I'm done. I'm fighting him. I'm with my torch. Well, he's not here. You could just pick your meat up and like reattach it or something. So there is a portcullis in front of you. You have one key left to try. You do know that there, the room beyond the portcullis, which you've already seen, has the woman's mummified body, a book, and a weapon that has not shown any signs of aging. It's magic. So, you know, not something if you're curious. Uh, so someone try the key. Wait, 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 wait. Throw some. McKenna, you've run through this whole thing. You've been rushing, rushing us through. Take the key. Go try the portcullis. I, I want to pick something heavy up and throw it on the ground in front of the door. What, do you need a step stool? I, I mean, I can pick your you that I fell into last time. <laughs> there is no trap door on this side. Okay, then. Okay, I will try this stupid key in the stupid lock. So again, this uh, is a slide of hand, hand roll. 
nope, seven over five. I break the key. All right. So you're going to say, do we want someone besides the duck to try to use the key? <laughs> like, all right. So outside of the game, just generally speaking, what does everybody have for sleight of hand? I have the six. No, we didn't. Uh, like the joke is that, uh, like, uh, I'll go back to the joke. Uh, Odin's sleight of hand is not good. Yeah. yeah. Mine's terrible. This is fantastic. I love it. Mine is marginally better than yours, Al. All right. So the key breaks. So now the only way to proceed forward is to use either magic or brute force. The, these doors can be broken down. It just takes time. Uh, I will tell you again, just because we're running a little bit low on time, we want to try to be done by 10, that if you make too much noise, that is one of the things that will draw the white to you. But when he takes so much damage, he flees. So you're currently in sort of a, a space where you can make noise and he's not going to show up anyway. So if you just want to say you, you take some time or it specifically mentions the pillar spell, if you want to spend the willpower is a way to break the door specifically. Ooh, the pillar spell. Well, well I think, what well, so, so just to be clear, so we, uh, we have no doubts here. Um, our, our friend tried the key. Yes. It, it broke. It broke. Mm -hmm. So we have no more mm -hmm. keys. Correct. Correct. And no more sweet meat. It's on the ground. You can wipe it off. Five second rule. Jeez. I do think it's funny that you will flay a recently deceased corpse and eat it. But if it touches dirt, no, I'm, I'm out. No, that's, that's a bridge too far. I have standards. I have standards. <laughs> the cold um, was keeping it fresh. I'm going to do, I'd like to do a um, an elementalism roll. Or perhaps um, I'm looking to see. It's not really a good, maybe just a straight intelligence check to see if the pillar spell is something that Aodin would realize. Okay. I roll under a 16. That is a six. So yes, uh, looking at the portcullis, uh, looking at the surrounding structure, Aodin's like, hmm. Uh, everyone stand back from the portcullis. I move. I may have a solution. Yeah, I'll back up too. Orla actually kind of limps holding her ribs over to the side. Can someone help Orla, please? I mean, I'm bleeding out, too, for the record, but okay. Baston, can you control your hunger enough to help our bleeding no, companions? No, I'll be fine. You you can, no. I can help Orla. Yeah. I don't, I, I can't promise yeah, you, you anything. Uh, go, go. With regard to Macander. That's I, fine. I'll be okay. Go help Orla. You know, I'll, I'll survive. I might take a bite. Maybe just a lick. No. No, thank you, please. No, no, no. Uh, no. I think, I, can I heal myself, actually? <laughs> I, I can put bandages on this. It's not a problem. It's compression and, you know. And uh, and then Aodin, Archmaster Aodin, will uh, kind of puff his robes out a bit and uh, crack his fingers. And he makes a, a similar motion to what he made at the, to at the top of the, the pit. Uh, he does what he does. All right. And then the, the magic, the, the word Erectus. <laughs> I was drinking water, man. <laughs> and, um, and then again, an earthen pillar kind of starts to form underneath the portcullis and pushes upward. Let me make the roll to make sure it's not a failed spell. Yep, Cause you might need Erectus Maximus. I mean, um, I'm going to take a Bane. A little blue bane. Uh, a little, I gotta take a little blue bane. Wait, fifteen minutes. Um, yep, yep. You see him go erectus. <laughs> it happens to a lot of mages at that age. There we go. That's better. Uh, both of them were under, so eight. Okay. So yeah. So the, so this pillar of earth rises from the ground and it just sort of like it's, crunches it's, the it, 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 like it, the pillar comes up and then stops for a second and then like then <laughs> up, <laughs> like Hulk Hogan's itself and then goes all the way up and then in the background you can hear I am a real American <laughs> it falls back down there's a crashing sound you made so much noise that again if the white had not just been defeated temporarily it would have rushed here to attack you but you have a moment of respite in the middle so you now have entrance into this other room uh it's you know like 40 foot by 20 foot rectangular the only thing that's really in there there's a table with a chair 
There's the mummified corpse of the lady in the chair looking at the big book. Next to the big book is a very fancy looking Warhammer. And then across from her, so like right when you walked in, as you saw into that room originally through that first portcullis, that looked like a blank wall. But now that you're a little bit closer, there's actually a little bit of ornamentation in the wall. And there's a door, but it's sort of, it's not a hidden door, but it's one of those where it's like, it's sort of made to look like the rest of it. You can clearly see that it's there. There's there's a, definitely a place to open that door, but it's, I guess, like a concealed door. You can see it, but if you if you weren't really this close to it, it's kind of hard to see. I'm overselling that. What would you like to do? As long as it doesn't say I memorized explosive runes today, we're okay. Yeah. Aodin, isn't that the book you're looking for? Uh, possibly. Let me Let me check the title. Is the lady wearing any cool jewelry? I want to pick up the hammer. TPK, cats and kittens. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Um, Aodin, roll me a languages roll. Ooh. All right. Hey, that's not a bad stat. 14. That's a dragon. Ooh. Excellent. So, yes, wow. you are familiar with the, the, the writing on this book is uh, in an ancient language that you now know relates back to that dragon empire. It is written in that language, but you have studied it, or at least enough that you can decipher some of the words, and you can essentially say this is a history of the dragon empire. So it is not a book of spells, but it would be very valuable to the right collector or not, you know, school of knowledge. You know, Aodin takes picks up the book, and you can see that there's kind of a um, there's a forlorn look on his face. Um, and from a small pouch on his belt, he pulls out a small, uh, a small blue uh, vial and just kind of looks at that and then looks at the book. Looks sad. Okay. I will say, McCander, the woman is dressed in finery, but she's wearing chainmail armor, which I neglected to mention earlier because I didn't see it on the sheet. Uh, that also appears to be in good condition, has not been affected by the ancient thousands of years below here. Uh, she has a ring on her left hand, uh, which is a opal. And she's wearing a circlet, a gold banded circlet, uh, actually crossed this way that's holding her hair back. Uh, and it's encrusted with rubies. Baston, the light warhammer is also inset with jewels. And the moment you touch it, the spirit of the lady rises. And a bluish tinted female form rises up out of the body of the figure. Essentially, it's the woman's spirit that has raised. And she looks at you in a very stern and Karen-like face. <laughs> points as if she's telling you to leave. And she says things in a language you do not understand. But I'm going to say that Aodin does because it's the same language but spoken. Uh, again, you probably don't speak it fluently. But it's clear that she is telling you to leave before she calls her husband. Uh, we are being uh, asked to depart, or her uh, hus husband, her husband, her husband will return. Ask her if I can have the hammer. I, I feel like I had come around to pick up the circlet <laughs> right as Bastan was touching the hammer, and I like froze because the ghost came out, and the ghost is looking <laughs> at them, and I still like slide it off real yep. slow while I'm looking up at the ghost who's maybe ignoring me. <laughs> do, do Aodin does, tr Aodin translates. Right. Give me a sleight of hand, McCander. Oh, shit. I think that's a five. <laughs> yup. Hold on. Hold on. Ah! I got a three under a five. Let's right. go. So, yeah. so you're able to just Pull it off and the body, because the body is still there in the chair. Yeah. The spirit has risen, is standing yeah. up. So, yeah, so you have the circlet now removed from the body. Um, I'm just going to slide it down the shirt. All right. <laughs> Orla is attempting to remain unseen and possibly hide in this room before that thing shows back up. I'm going to make a sneaking check. That's a dragon. Nobody knows where Orla went. Yeah, or Orla has just disappeared. Wait, weren't there four of us? The, the, the figure, again, is pointing on the way out. Uh, and then, Baston, you were reaching for the Warhammer. Are you still going to, like, basically, as you touched it, this all happened. But if you still want to grab it, you can. 
Yeah, I'm grabbing the Warhammer. All right. So we're going into initiative. <laughs> oh then. my god! Ah. <laughs> All right. Uh, again, does anybody not want initiative? I'm in. I'm in. We're uh, Eod is in. Macander has the six. Orla has the ace. Aodin has the deuce. Aston the seven. And the lady has four and eight. So yes, she gets to go twice. She is also a ghost. Uh, so uh, the lady is a ghost. She's a different type of specter than the white, but can also only be affected by magic weapons or fire. Orla, you are first to go. Now you are completely hidden, so you would probably be able to do a sneak attack, but unless you have fire or magic, it's not going to matter. Uh, it, yeah, it's like I, I would also like to point out that anyone watching this, don't play this ver- this when you're playing Orla because she's useless with her weapons. You should totally like switch with me. I thought that was really funny though. It's like the only like the two main creatures in the air are both things that can only be attacked by fire and magic weapons. No one has magic weapons. There's one. Yeah, in the it's though, right? Isn't that what we said? This this hammer's got to be magic. Yeah. It has yeah. the, ma- the yeah. hammer is magical. Yeah. Yeah. So switch with me. Um, I suck with hammers, so you know. I mean, you on your own time. Wow, <laughs> Michael, <laughs> she said it. Spicy. Thanks for taking a spicy Muy turn. caliente, as as the people say. Uh, yeah, I. So I, I apparently the best the way I uh I managed to hide so well. As I had put my torch down on the table while everybody was looking at this thing. Makes sense. I'm going to run forward and grab it and shove it into her ghostly form. All right. You roll with roll with an attack. Um, if you want to make a sneak roll first and succeed, then you'll be able to attack with a boon. May and- I consider my nat one on my sneak attempt earlier as that? Sure. Okay. Then, that's a good one like so that. then you have rolled this attack with a boon and if it hits it's considered a critical no they can't parry it that's what uh yeah i hit i hit with a nine so. all right so that's d8 damage is it doubled uh i don't think so no, i no, think it just can't criticals. be parried yeah seven okay as similar to what you saw with the white the the fire goes into the body and there's like a hissing sort of wet you know hot iron into wet sound and her form sort of sort of wigs out a little bit but it does not defeat her hey it didn't fireball <laughs> ghostly thing fireball fireball let's see what we do fireball. here fireball. rolling again a fireball. Uh, a 14 under a uh, rolling under 14 for elementalism 13 all right i'll take it that'll do it it's under, so that's 2d6. Nine points. Uh, another, a tiny fireball flies out. Her entire form begins to sort of disincorporate. And even though she's still whole, it's like her body is le- losing cohesiveness. So she's actually expanded out in every direction a little bit, but it's more misty. But she is not mm-hmm. yet defeated. And it is her first attack. And I just dropped the other guards. Darn it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, so I roll a d6 for her as well. I got a four. That is the death stare. The ghost towers over a player character. I'm choosing Baston because you're the one touching the hammer. Staring directly into their soul with its dead eyes, the victim sees their life pass before their eyes and is tormented by grotesque visions of their dead friends and foes, which I don't really think would affect you. The victim becomes scared and suffers a fear attack and gets a bane on their will roll to resist. The problem is, is it, uh, he saw all of them, but he couldn't eat all of them. Mm. So he's angry. They were all inedible. I uh, I saw all the fallen sweet meat. <laughs> really, all through my whole life, like you know the the every the single time on the chicken bone, and uh, I choked on the chicken, and, and it was like a it was like a quick montage of all yeah. the little all the all dropped the meat. All the times all the that meat I missed, that's fallen. Yeah, all the times that I missed some food. It's killing me. And, and so I, I need to roll to resist the fear attack. Is that yes. what you're saying? Yep. But with a bane. Correct. I failed both ways. So country and Western. That's right. That's right. Bring the joke right. back. Around. Can somebody, uh, Caleb, can you double check that fear thing? 
the fear fear table is 1d8 6 6 rage your fear turns to anger and you are forced to attack its source on your next turn in melee combat if possible you also become angry yes what I like to hear I'm both scared and angry at the same time just like the duck I believe that McCander is next though but you both get to go before that if you want Caleb just for the sake of narration if you want to switch with Big Al, so he would actually go next. Yeah. You would still get to go before, but narratively it makes sense. Yeah. So uh, just to show off the mechanic, we're basically switching initiative cards if we were sitting at the table together. So yeah, go for it, Al. Excellent. I grab the hammer in fear and anger and I swing it. And as I swing it, I say, here comes the hammer. The hammer is his penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dr. Horrible. Well, well uh, done, Kaylee. Well done. well done. It, wait, isn't the mallard's curvy? It's horse curvy. It's not the mallard. Like, it's the it's the wolf. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and if you want to see that, go to Bad Dragon. Next. Hey, so not is, sponsored. It not is sponsored. a light warhammer. Hey, not sponsored. Dragon. But if you're interested. Wow. Dragon on the attack. Seriously? Baby. Oh, way to go! So that's wow. be... Good job. <laughs> double four, double damage. Four d six. Oh jeez. Four D six? Yeah, well it's two D six normally. Since you critted, it's four D six, and you would get your strength modifier as a bonus die. Which is also a D six. So I'm gonna roll two D six and double it, and then I'm gonna roll a third D six for the modifier. Unfortunately, that was only twelve, but still twelve points damage. Twelve points of damage is actually enough. So the ghost just basically shatters into like mist and there's just a puff of cold that fills the entire room. Now, as a ghost, it is not dead, but it is defeated for a length of time, which will be much longer than you're going to be here. But eventually it will reform. Um, specters can only be killed and ghosts can only be killed in certain ways. That, however, is going to summon the white back. So once the wife is dead, the husband returns. He is still injured from his last battle. So we will just keep the initiative rolling. I will give him the ladies uh, attack left over. So McCander, you are up to go. All right. So swinging with my torch as he comes into the room. Uh, 11 under 14. That will hit. And I think it was 1d8. Six. All right. So yeah. So basically Aodin has magic and now Beston has a magic weapon are the two that are really going to be able to do damage. But the fire does work. All right. So uh, the white will take the action of his late wife the one that is an unholy roar the white's decomposed skull contorts and lets out a ghastly scream that cuts like a rusty blade through the character's souls everyone within 10 meters suffers a fear attack biscuits it's everybody i hate to ask this but what is the defense against a fear attack again it's will yeah it's will versus our will Oh, and I'm still okay. scared. So I'm I was looking still, at skills. So I'll okay. have a boon, right? I'm mean, not boon. Yeah, I'm you'll have a boon. Yep. A bane. Woo. Made that. Thank God. Made that as well. Rolled an eight on the willpower save. Three under 10. Woo. Made it. Nice. I guess you guys have fought this guy three times. You're like, dude. I have nothing. failed though. So I am scared again. Oh, you're scared. Oh. Okay. Uh, so you have to you roll, roll the fear table. Roll a D8, yeah, fear table. Right? Yep. Fear table. Seven, you said? Yes. Paralyzed, you are petrified with terror and unable to move. You cannot perform any action or movement on your next turn. Make another willpower save on each subsequent turn, not an action, to break the paralysis. So I basically skip a turn and the turn after I could save? Yeah, so we're, we're skipping you this turn. The next turn, you will get an initiative card. And if you roll well, you can- I'm with you. Uh, Orla gets a two. Aodin has a four. Baston, an eight. And the white gets five and six. So Orla and Aodin both get to go. It will go, and then Baston goes. I think uh, Aodin's going to trade off with Baston. Oh, excellent. All right. Orla. I wasn't even paying attention to what your number was, but I, I take it that means I get to go. I think I go on four. Excellent. Yeah, so you'll get to go before now. So, uh, Michael, I'm going to attempt to rule a cool this. So let's see how this works. Orla is going to take the torch. And since this table is kind of like, it's a wooden table, I'm going to say, and it's kind of rotted. There's like a small, like crack in it. She jams the torch into the crack. 
uh, leaving it standing straight up between her and this dragon knight. And she reaches back over her shoulder, and I'm going to use one of my uh, special abilities and do twin shot. She draws two arrows and shoots them through the fire, Ooh. igniting them and into hopefully into his form. Like I'll that. allow it. I like that. Uh, so I get to I roll once to hit with a bane. I spend three willpower. That is a seven and a two, which is beautiful. Uh, and then I get to hit him twice with those. So that'll be two d eight. That is fourteen damage, or eight and six, if you need to know. Okay. So the arrows don't do anything, but the fire that is coating them does. So much like what happened to the lady before, his form starts to lose cohesiveness, and he's now like almost like he's growing. I'm thinking Big Trouble in Little China, where like when the guy gets <laughs> he starts like getting bigger in all directions, but he is not yet defeated. All right, so that brings us to Baston. You have the magic weapon. Ah, and I shall use it with your hammer and magic weapon. And that is a hit. More than likely, it's going to be enough damage as long as you don't roll, like, really bad. Yeah. Oh, wait. 2d... What is it? 2d6. 3d6 total. 2d6 plus the one that I get. And this hammer kind of sucks, though. Oh, that's enough damage, though. Except it's magical. What's that? 15. Yes. So his armor does block some of that, but it's still enough. So yeah, so you're able to swing through it again. His his form just basically just shatters into like dust and mist and he disintegrates completely. He is also not yet defeated. He will re recoalesce at some point in time, but it's long enough that you will be able to finish all your activities here before that happens, unless you just decide you want to stick around and find out what happens. I kiss my hammer. Then I gestured everybody else that they want to kiss it. <laughs> no. no. Can we go? I think we're done. Can we leave? I'm going to have to pick you up. Is that okay, Doc? Uh, I can limp out of here. Well, you you seem to not be moving uh, at all. I'm saving my energy for when we decide to leave, because I think once I stand up and start moving, I can't stop. That's fair. I'm going to take the uh, ring off the... I'm going to loot the rest <laughs> of the corpse. Okay. Because <laughs> so now I to come out. You have magic, magical chainmail armor. You have right. a very expensive ring. McCander already has the expensive circlet. Uh, and you have the one last, well, you have the book, which is also valuable to Aodin or just a collector. You have the door, the final door, if you'd like to go through it, or you can leave. Let's open the I door. I want to leave. I vote for leaving. <laughs> well, perhaps, perhaps the door leads out. It's definitely an outward <laughs> door. Just yes. open the door, Doc. It does open <laughs> I'm staying here. I open the door. Yeah, this is the final resting place of our Dragon Knight. It is a burial chamber. There are torches on the stands along each side. There's an ornate sarcophagus of stone. The floor, ceiling, and walls are all made of stone bricks. And the pa- a painting of a ridden dragon can be seen on the far wall. The sarcophagus is already open. It appears to have been opened from the inside at some point uh, and is basically thrown against the wall and cracked open. And there is a gilded crown imbued with rubies and a shimmer of magic inside the sarcophagus. I'll grab it. No, there's no troll in there. Just this. I guess we can go now. Okay. Uh, sure. <laughs> oh, so God, what now? <laughs> well, there was a, there is a trap. That's fine. <laughs> and so when you grab it, uh, it basically blades shoot out of the sarcophagus in every direction and anybody who's within range takes the damage but the way it's been described i feel like you're the only one that's actually in there um, yep <laughs> so oh, you take 11 points of damage oh i die <laughs> <laughs> it was a 2d6 i rolled a five and a six uh now you I'm take negative, 10 I'm negative because, eight. because of your armor i'm at negative seven okay so you're not dead I'm getting better. People could drag your corpse out and, and heal you. You have to make death saving throws, but I will assume that because that's that's basically the last thing. But it was a cool Indiana Jones thing. Like if you had done a check, if you put something else there, you would take it. <laughs> the uh, the gilded crown when worn has all damage by attacks from demons, and the magic hammer glows when it's in the presence of demons. So apparently the demons and dragons were a big thing a thousand years ago. Essentially, that's the 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 final thing, though, so you can just take your time and leave whenever you want. 
you can make it back to town. You can do whatever you want to with these items, but you are followed by a persistent story that a gilded knight wearing all black and saying nothing seems to be following behind you. The white has been freed from the containment of the, the barrow and is searching for its crown. That's okay. It'll follow it straight to the nearest uh, merchant that'll give me gold for it. <laughs> so Good luck, dude. Is Dragonbane uh, Ritterman with a few Michaelisms Woo! thrown in there, but that for the most part was the adventure. I really dig this system quite oh, a lot. Yeah. I think there's a lot of it I really enjoy. That was yeah, good for sure. Um, so give us a little sort of coda, Orla. So again, give us a little bit of story about what happens with Orla in the future. And then you, if you want to also roll into your sign offs for Kaylee. A couple of years later, uh, after killing, uh, let's see, uh, every die, roll every dice I own, <laughs> 914 <laughs> goblins. Uh, Orla decides to uh, take the money that she got from selling the crown and buys herself a nice cabin in the woods where she retires uh, for about a week and a half mm -hmm. before she hears about the rumor of a one tusk troll. And then she goes in search of the rest of her companions to go on her quest to finally avenge her dead sister. Excellent. And if you want to know more about that, uh, well, too bad. This is a one shot, <laughs> but you can also find me on the socials at anime girl. You can see that down below here. You can also find me and other people that might be somewhere nearby every other Tuesday, next Tuesday. In fact, over at the Identico Twitch channel where we play chaos, play Identico and the group is Chaos Incorporated, which we are very much living up to our names. And, uh, as we left off last time, uh, Things were exploding, uh, people were on fire, uh, and we're about to jump out of a 36-story building. So, you know. And your character had just beheaded somebody. I had just beheaded somebody on on a, on the, yeah. He tried to throw me off off a balcony. I mean, Our hacker seemed fair. literally hacked the head out of somebody. Um, That's true. <laughs> I, didn't, I did not use my glow, though. All right. Aodin, tell us a little bit about how we see your character, uh, Dakota, and then roll into your socials, please. Um, Aodin, uh, initially intends on selling the book to try and finance some more adventures, but uh, finds himself reading uh, in our downtime on our way back and becomes taken with the, the tales of the dragon empire and um, begins to start basically building what one would consider a yarn wall oh. uh, of no, possible, of possible places and cl uh, clues and, things that might lead to other temples and treasures that are listed in this book. And Eoden continues to build this wall, waiting for his companions to return. Excellent. All right, Macander. Oh, wait, Michael didn't do his Oh, socials. yeah, yeah, do your, do your socials. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. my socials. So the socials are, again, down there, uh, at LoserMLW on basically everything. You can find me, as Kaylee mentioned, on Chaos Incorporated on the Identical channel on Twitch, uh, playing the Identical system. You can also find me on the show uh, Tubular Teens with Titans, which is a Power Rangers-inspired audio drama. You can find that on any of your podcatchers. I play the villain Harbinger, who's been a lot of fun to chew scenes on. Uh, you can also find me here on the RPG Academy uh, alongside Michael doing uh, his show for his Smallville recap show, Farm to Fable. Uh, in fact, we will be recording uh, the season four six. episode. Six. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, See, season six, episode one. Six episode one, we will start. We will be recording on Sunday. So you can find me there, too. Fantastic. Thank you, sir. All right. Now, McCander. Okay. So. I feel like McCander took a long time to recover from his wounds. Uh, and during that time, he reflected a little bit on his his life and his choices and how that kind of that hot headed anger had driven him into this chaotic, injured circumstance and maybe it really would be better just to relax a little bit and not fight so hard to prove himself from you know this family that he came from and then he said no that's stupid i'm doing fine i've survived <laughs> screw it uh, so as soon as he got better he geared up sold some treasure and started you know kicking doors down around the land looking for trouble and uh kept up with that until something else happened <laughs> He found it. He found it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm very sad that Kaylee, your character was one that died, not mine, because that's my goal in all of these. 
So I'm upset. <laughs> it makes you feeling better. I didn't actually die. No, it's no. It went to zero hit points. <laughs> on the socials, I am at the Caleb G. Uh, you can hear me on Chaos Incorporated, as already stated. You can hear me on Farm to Fable as well. And uh, I am going to be kicking off some fundraising stuff as well over at 0.5past.org. And that's it. Isn't that coming up like really, really, really yeah, soon? Yeah, I didn't want to say that because I haven't actually done anything and I'm kind of running into a deadline uh, and I didn't want any more stress at this time of night. But yes, uh, I, I am trying to. Well, but remember, I'm, I speak on a galactic <laughs> scale, so really, really soon could be next year. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this is the May, yeah, though. Yeah, May the 4th. I'm going to try to have a, a big kickoff. So May the 4th. Big Al. Well, Baston uh, followed Macander, hoping that he oh, might God. get his duck and then baston watched as mccander recovered and and right when baston was about to leave and go off on his own mccander decided that he was going to go back into the uh the business and so baston just followed him into it because he thought hey one of these days this duck is going to get cooked <laughs> this is just like a really weird buddy cop show now <laughs> i have never and i can say this i've never played in a game where one party member has been actively trying to eat the other. <laughs> You're not playing the right games. Yeah. I would also like to point out, does anyone else have the great mental image right now of the game Duck Hunt? Where uh, I'm Beston is just the little asshole dog that pops yeah. and giggles every time yeah. McKender takes I, off. I was thinking more the more recent Puss in Boots movies where the wolf yeah, is he's chasing dead. the yes. the whole time. He's just waiting for you to die. Oh, man. I love it. <laughs> but he's not going to kill you. Oh, big Al, you're the best. So what about your uh, socials uh, there, Big Al? Anything you want to plug? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Big Al the Lawyer. That's about it. I hang out on the RPG Academy um, Discord all the time, so you can catch me there. Once in a blue moon, I do join uh, Michael on Farm to Fable. And that is it. Uh, of course, my name is Michael. You can find me at the RPG Academy. Uh, this was part of our new series called The Sample Adventures. I think this is like the fourth or fifth one we've done. The most recent was Dune. And basically what it says on the 10, we play a one shot through a system. If they have a sample adventure in the core book or like a quick start, we try to explore the rules as best we can. But the goal is always to have fun. We have like 40 or 50 more of these on a document. We're, we're going through them as we get people scheduled so we're going to hopefully do a couple of these every month we had a star wars one that hit the hiccup but i think we've got an engine heart coming up there's fallout the modifia system there's a star trek one that we're, we're going to use the og kirk spock um crew that's going to be coming up soon so if you want to keep it you know follow us on twitter or just follow us here to get notified whenever we do those we also have a lot of other stuff we do detentions every other week uh dragonlance campaign every other week occasionally just random stuff that happens as well uh so there's a lot of stuff here if you like actual plays or discussion there's probably something we're doing that you'd be interested in obviously farm to fable it's a small rewatch podcast i do uh but the last thing i want to plug is healthy minds alliance it's a new podcast i started as part of my service with americorps and the healthy health 360 organization it is a mental health awareness podcast where I'm interviewing AmeriCorps service members who are out in communities trying to increase awareness and education around mental health. Uh, it's like a little 20, 25 minute interview, feel good, uh, people doing great works in the community. And it's got like seven people that listen. I think it's all the people I've already interviewed. So I would love it if more people would check it out and then give it some boost and thumbs up and that kind of stuff. So with that, we will say good night. And remember, if you're having fun, Doing it, doing it right. Doing it right. Thanks. We'll see everybody next time. Bye-bye.